Should you listen to all the de-dollarization talk? Yes and no. Welcome to CurrencyCast. My name is Agustin McKinley. I'm the senior financial writer at Cantox and your host. In this episode, we discuss the most talked about topic in currency markets, de-dollarization. What is it all about? And should you, as a CFO or a corporate treasurer, pay attention to this hotly debated issue as you manage currencies? De-dollarization can be defined as the sum of the actions aimed at reducing the role of the US dollar, both as a reserve asset for central banks and as an invoice and payment currency in international trade. Given the paramount importance of the US dollar in the world economy, it is no wonder that people are paying so much attention to this topic. When it comes to currency management, the question is, should CFOs and treasurers pay attention? To answer that question, we need first to understand what lies behind the de-dollarization talk. There appears to be two major trends. On the one hand, a macro-political top-down effort by BRICS countries – Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa – to undermine the dominant position of the US dollar. On the other hand, a microeconomic or bottom-up activity led by corporate treasurers to embrace currencies, that is, to use more currencies in their day-to-day -day operations. Now, while the first argument grabs most of the headlines, it is the least important of the two in terms of practical applications for currency managers. The second argument is more relevant and is where the attention of CFOs and corporate treasurers should be placed. Leaders of BRICS countries are getting more and more vocal when it comes to de-dollarization. One example is the recent deal allowing China and Brazil to conduct trade and financing operations directly in CNY, the Yuan, the Chinese currency, or in BRL, the Real, the Brazilian currency, without the need to convert these currencies into US dollars in the first place. But are these announcements relevant from a business and economic point of view? The numbers are eloquent. According to SWIFT, the international payments platform, while the share of CNY rose from 2% last year to 4.5% this year, the share of the US dollar still stands at an impressive 84.3%. According to the Bank for International Settlements, the dominance of the US dollar is visible across all FX instruments. At least 85% of trades in spot forward or swaps, features the US dollar in one leg of the transactions. What this number shows is crystal clear. The dominance of the US dollar is still massive. In parallel with this top-down de-dollarization attempts, a less talked about bottom-up process consisting in expanding the use of more currencies is taking place as we speak. Alongside the natural rise of the Chinese currency, the currencies of the number of smaller but well-managed economies are gaining ground. They include the Swedish krone, the Norwegian krone, the Canadian dollar, the Australian dollar, the New Zealand dollar, the Singapore dollar, and the Korean won, among others. This movement is led, at least in part, by corporate treasurers seeking to 
take advantage of multi-dealer trading platforms such as 360T for currency management purposes. These platforms have led to a dramatic compression in spreads, increasing liquidity beyond the main currency pairs and reducing the network effects of the US dollar. The multi-currency world holds many advantages for companies willing to deploy automatic currency management solutions with connectivity to multi-dealer training platforms. By removing FX risk with great precision, they put themselves in a position to confidently buy and sell in more currencies. The advantages include enhancing profit margins as FX markups are monetized on the selling side and avoided on the contracting side. Enhancing the firm's competitive position by pricing with the right FX rate, be it spot on the forward rate, companies can improve their competitive position without hurting their budgeted profit margins. Optimizing interest rate differentials between currencies. With favorable forward points, hedging allows them to book net foreign exchange gains. With unfavorable forward points, they can always delay the execution of hedges in order to reduce the negative impact of the cost of carry. And finally, reduce credit risk. By selling in the currencies of their customers, companies avoid episodes of their clients' FX risk from turning into their own credit risk in the event of a sharp currency devaluation. What should CFOs and treasurers take away from all this headline-grabbing de-dollarization news? At the macro-political level, the topic should remain under their radar, but only as part of the political race map puzzle. It is at the microeconomic level that most of their attention should be placed. By making sure that they are in possession of the right currency management automation technology, CFOs and treasurers can withstand our pressure on profit margins and keep their companies ahead of the competition, whatever the scenario in currency markets.